kind of like get a little bit colder. I, I want to make some chili. My girlfriend's been getting hot chocolate recently. So, yeah, it's about that time. Yeah, I've been drinking. I'm drinking tea right now, dude. <laughs> like I'm, I've been, I didn't kill the whole box already. Like I'll wake up, I drink at least three cups of tea a day. Like it's, it's getting real, but it's not cold enough for me to make any chili yet. But before we even get off topic, hello and what's up to everybody? Thank you for listening to a bonus episode of the FOE podcast. We're actually gonna take the fantasy pick six and make it a little bonus for people that play fantasy football. And it's highlighted by my boy Josh J Ho J Ho underscore J underscore Ho thirty four you know Twitter handle all that good stuff. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, just all right. It's all right, man. If you want to know how he really feels, you're gonna have to listen to the week nine episode. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's gonna be a fun episode, but. Let's not even, you know, hold up any longer. Fantasy pick six. Josh, who you got for us this week, buddy? All right. Fantasy pick six. I have three starts and three sits for the week. Uh, my first start here is Houston Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks. They're at the Miami Dolphins. He's he's shown that over the course of his entire time with the Texans that he's basically the only the only real weapon that they have at this point in the passing game. I know, I believe it was Nico Collins. I believe that's his name. He's been getting some targets recently, but Cooks is the number one threat on this offense in the passing game. Miami has allowed a 100-yard receiver in each of the last four games, and I definitely think that will go up to five. Brandon Cooks will be, be getting all the targets. The Dolphins' defense isn't that great. And I actually have this as my upside of the week. The Texans will upset the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. My second my second start, I have a couple of these cheats uh, throughout this week's episode. Uh, the Green Bay Packers' entire offense at the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in the other episode. But long story short, the Chiefs have a terrible defense. I expect this game to be a shootout. And after week one, after that terrible game week one, Aaron Rodgers has a 17 to 1 touchdown interception ratio. Green Bay has a lot of weapons. I believe they will all be involved realistically. You know, I'm not going to say start the third string tight end, you know, obviously. But, you know, all the all the main weapons, you know, uh, Devontae Adams, obviously, if he plays. Alan Lazard, if he plays. MBS. Uh, Robert Tunyon's out. He tore his ACL. Um, even, I think it's Joseph DeGuara, second-year tight end. I mean, in a in a deep league, I would even give him a shot. And then, of course, uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Just start all the Packers. <laughs> And my third start this week is the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, against the Los Angeles Chargers. L.A. is right in the middle defensively. They're 16th overall, fifth against the pass, and literally last in the league against the run. Jalen Hurts has incredible rushing ability, which is what he's known for. He's not, he's, he's just not a good passer. You know, he's, 
a faster, smaller, slightly better Tim Debow is pretty much what Jalen Hurts is at this point. So I'm um, looking at the last four games for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has either 61 plus rushing yards or two rushing touchdowns in each of these last four games. So even if he doesn't score a rushing touchdown, he's going to get yardage on the ground. So in fantasy football, he knows all about the stats. Rushing quarterbacks are a bit of a cheat code. So you want to play Jalen Hurts this week against the Chargers. As for my sits, I'm going to save this juicy one for the end for you, Matt. Uh, I'll start with the entire Broncos offense against the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, man, I'm I'm biased at times, but I can sit back and realize that my team is going nowhere and the Dallas Cowboys are going to whoop our ass this week. I don't care if Dak plays or Cooper Rush plays. Denver is getting whooped this week. Cowboys defense is fantastic. You know, of course, Trayvon Diggs with the seven interceptions. That's definitely going to continue to rise this week. Um, The Broncos offense is average at best. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is just fine. You know, he's been struggling a bit recently. He looked great in that first uh, three-game stretch, but that was against the uh, the Jets, Giants, and Jaguars. So uh, we we'll talk about this in the other episode. But we traded Von Miller, so that proves right there that we're, despite being four and four, we are in complete rebuild mode. I don't, I honestly don't expect too much heart from this uh, Broncos team, let alone this offense that's already bad. Even if we were motivated, this offense wouldn't be that great. So don't start don't start anybody from the Broncos offense. And I just got a notification about an hour ago that Noah Fant was placed on the COVID list. So, yeah, <laughs> that's even worse for this Denver offense. Uh, my next sit is everybody in the Baltimore Ravens backfield against against the crap. I wrote down the wrong team uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. I wrote down the Cincinnati Bengals like an idiot. Um, the Ravens still don't have a number one guy in the backfield. They got Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, uh, Tyson Williams. So you know between them, there's there's no top dog in the backfield that is going to get the bulk of the carries. Uh, Minnesota has improved their rushing defense last week against the Dallas Cowboys. Despite losing, they managed to hold Zeke and Tony Pollard to a combined 76 rushing yards, which considering that's, you know, like their bread and butter of the offense, that's really impressive. Add on the fact that rushing-wise, Lamar Jackson is always a threat to not only steal rushing yards, but still rushing touchdowns. And he's in, he's been improving as a passer as well. So I just I would just stay away from Baltimore running backs. Okay, Matt, listen to this one. This is only only if you have another option available at the position. But my third sit here is ya boy Kyle Pitts. Ah. <sighs> They're at the New Orleans Saints. This is a divisional game. This is going to be a tough one. 
Matt Ryan fucked up his hand last week. I don't know if he's if he's like all good now or if that's something that's going to linger. But you know that shit happened. The Saints have allowed a maximum of 27 points only two times all season. The Falcons have scored a max of 30 points twice this season. So I don't expect I expect that to be the high. Like the absolute max Atlanta's going to score like, you know, 27-28. I don't think it's even going to get that high though. Saints have a really good defense. And they've only allowed 50 yards to a tight end one time this year. And that was week two against Carolina with Dan Arnold. He had three catches for 55 yards. Other than that, I've been looking through the stats. It's been 40 yards here, 20 yards there. I don't, you know, I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to have an amazing game. He might have a solid game. He might have, you know, 60 yards and a touchdown. But if you have another, another decent option, which, you know, going through bye weeks and injuries and whatnot, you might not, you know, and that that's okay. If if you have to start Kyle Pitts, that's fine. But, you know, if you have something else to go to, I would consider going with that. Hey man, Stephon Gilmore guarded uh Kyle Pitts last week and only allowed two catches. Yeah, um, man, that might put Marshawn Lattimore on him. That like, would be hey. fun to watch. Yeah, so I mean, this is expected. You're playing. How can I put it? It's not like the NFC South is a joke, man. It's one of the most competitive divisions. <laughs> but, Very surprisingly. Yeah. Not not really. It kind of alternates a lot. Like right now it's the era of the Bucks, and then you know the Saints are saying we're not done yet, but they ain't got no quarterback. And Carolina looked like they were gonna do something. And you no, know, the Falcons were at the bottom of the barrel. It kind of like switches every four years. Definitely seems that way. Uh, four years from now, the Bucks are still going to be up there because Tom Brady is still going to be playing. <laughs> oh, man, that's if they do the – if they go by the logic of the movie, then absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, well, they'll man. always have someone to swap out for. <laughs> man, look here, dog. He may sit here – wait, is Josh Rosen still backing him up? Is he still on the practice squad? Or they finally say – no, he's with us now. God damn it. Go back to the Bucks. <laughs> go back to the Bucks, man. I hope Matt Ryan play. I don't want to deal with Frank Felipe in that fucking running game. Like, you can run the ball, but you can't throw. And then I don't have faith in Josh Rosen. And Calvin Ridley, he's on a vacation right now. I hope he feels better soon. I hope everything goes right for him. But, I mean, I just called my doctor. And I'm going to get my eyes checked again. I told her that 10 and 7 looking far away again. <laughs> She so, said, no, no, you got 20-20 vision. That's right. Uh, I told her that 10 and 7 looking far away. It's like <laughs> it's blurry. It's like it gets clear and it's blurry and it gets clear and it's blurry. So, you know, we're going to get that checked out again. You know, you know well, they projected us to have four wins this year. We already got three. So, I mean, we get five wins, we overachieved. Am I right? You could have your moral victories. That's okay. I mean... You really can't have a moral victory in this sport. <laughs> like, it's, boy, that's like giving, well, no, I ain't going to even do Kirk Cousins like that. He did it to himself. He sure did. <laughs> yeah, he did it to himself. Oh, man. But, all right, Josh, we're going to wrap this up. This is the bonus episode. Um, 
like we always say, and it's going to be in the regular episode as well, we're going to start doing this every week until the end of the season. Well, until the end of the fantasy football season, of course, and bring it back next year. But it's going to be a little bonus where Josh is going to give his fantasy starts and sits. Everybody that plays fantasy, you can take heed to his advice. He's very good at this. Plays in a lot of different leagues. And if you want to follow him, you can follow him on Twitter, J underscore whole 34. Once again, that's J underscore whole 34. And then also you can follow me, the daily FOE. That's my Twitter handle and FOE pod. That is our Facebook handle. Thank you for listening.